At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in, third hour Live Bet Saturday with Danny Burke and myself, Jonathan Von Tobel. We are presented by BetMGM. We have a game that is about to kick off right now, Danny. Um, would love to get your thoughts as we are going around. We'll keep track of everything from an in game and uh, live betting standpoint. Did you have any thoughts on Argentina, Mexico, which is about to get started and is underway? Over in Qatar, Argentina is going to go off as about a dollar ninety-five favorite on the three-way Mexico plus five fifteen to draw three to one. Uh, you know I love my football, baby. Yeah, Argentina, easy. I uh, know I have no idea. I just on my novice perception of it. What Argentina is the right play, right? Do you follow soccer a little bit? Uh, I enjoy the sport of soccer very much, but I do not follow it enough to give like you know a detailed analysis on right. some of these teams. But I will say what I find very interesting is the situation for Argentina, which is coming off of that uh, loss to Saudi Arabia as a, a massive favorite, and Mexico, who in their matchup with Poland, the expected goals, uh, they kind of they might have won that game. Guillermo, you know, Memo Ochoa as their goaltender is absolutely fantastic, which kind of raises the floor of their defense. But I think just situationally, it's really interesting for Argentina to respond here because Mexico in the World Cup in the past has always been a really quality club, but Argentina is in such a weird emotional spot because this might be the last shot for Messi and coming off of a loss like that to Saudi Arabia, I'm just very fascinated to see what the response is from Argentina as opposed to actually getting involved here from a play standpoint. But we're underway right now. Uh, Nil-nil, of course. We're in like the first minute, second minute. So just keep an eye on it. We'll give a ton of updates here. But uh, interesting spot for Messi and Argentina. So we are at the break very quickly. I will say there's been a couple of moments. Can I mention really quickly this Michigan-Ohio State game? That from like a, a officiating standpoint, not that the officials are against Michigan, but you had the intentional grounding that J.J. McCarthy was called for on their opening drive that ended uh, putting them behind the sticks and, of course, had them settle for a field goal. You had the um, run that was not for J.J. McCarthy that looked like it was going to put them in field goal territory and instead Ohio State got a timeout off right before the snap. Um, there's some interesting moments that Michigan has kind of lost out on here when it comes to the calls and flags and whatnot going against them. But 20 to 17, your halftime score. This is a total uh, game standpoint. Michigan catching six and a half with a total of 64 and a half. Second half line here Ohio State, Danny minus three and a half with a total of 27 and a half. But I think as we've kind of looked at this right now, and again, with Ohio State up by three, so you're laying three and a half and get you underneath that seven. I think you're looking at Ohio State here in the second half against Michigan. Again, talking about the ability to replicate what you've been doing, I don't think Michigan can. 
And I think when you talk about a couple of broken plays that haven't gone Ohio State's way, those would probably disappear here in the second half, and the other drives between have not been overtly successful for Michigan. I do think that Ohio State's in a pretty good position uh, to come in here, cover a second-half line in or an in-game line. I think the side would be the Buckeyes, and I don't think there's any question about that. And I think the side would be under the total as well. Yes, absolutely, JBT. 16 first downs for Ohio State, four for Michigan. Yep. The fact that this is a three-point game is absurd. But that's what makes you love college football. That's what makes you love this game because anything can change in an instant. 315 total yards for the Buckeyes, 214 for Michigan. A bigger number, too, which you would think would play to the strength of Michigan but has not in this game, the rushing yards. Ohio State at 124. Michigan is at 10. If you are limiting Michigan to 10 rushing yards in the first half, and again, it's 20 to 17 right now, you're scratching your head going, what is happening right now? Well, what's happening is that there have been a couple of fluky plays. Broken coverage. Credit to McCarthy. Great throw. I guess great route from the receiver. Ohio State had a breakdown. All right, it'll happen. You answered right away. The other play wasn't an impressive throw. It was just the cornerback completely stumbled. And then the wide receiver ran the rest of the way, almost tripped, but stayed up and got a score. As someone who is waiting for that, completely fine with it. Doesn't deter me away from Ohio State. In fact, I'm in twice on the Buckeyes at minus five and a half and uh, the money line minus 165. Again, like they're they're up three and you're getting them in a better spot that you had pre-flop and you know that they have proven to be the better side so far. Ohio State absolutely has to be your second half better in-game bed, whatever you get involved with up to this point in the game. They've controlled the ball 19 minutes, Michigan just 10. It's not sustainable. You keep mentioning it, and you couldn't be more correct, JVT. Ohio State should pull away with this if you can trust Ryan Day to make the necessary adjustments, and you can at least rely on this defense not to just allow explosive play after explosive play, which the possession after, you kind of saw him come back down to normalcy. That will probably persist in the second half, and maybe he'll get another one later in the stages, but hey, if Ohio State comes out, gets a stop immediately, because I think they got the ball first, maybe I'm wrong, but nevertheless, I'm just all still in on Ohio State, and and I think everything we've seen would show you to go that direction. Uh, So I went, Circa was offering second half total of 28, uh, minus 105 on the under, so I I went under again. I like that. As you double dip on a side, I have double dipped on a total here. Second half under 28 for me in this matchup. That would put you at a uh, full game total of 65 and uh, went under there. And I, I got to say, like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm obviously in a bad position, but I'll repeat, I don't think I'm in the worst spot ever. Uh, the under 56 that I've got here, too, Danny. So uh, we will see what happens. But I don't think I'm completely dead there when it comes to the sustainability of what we've seen so far. Other games that have uh, just kicked off right now in the second half Clemson and uh, South Carolina are underway in the second half, and also wanted to note, so West Virginia is up on top of Oklahoma State right now. They are into the third quarter as that second half has started, but Garrett Green, uh, the guy who started this game for West Virginia, remember uh, we did, of course, see JT Daniels get benched earlier in the week, Uh, but Garrett Green, of course, is uh, out with injury, it seems, and it is not JT Daniels who comes in, uh, but Nico, Nico, uh, Miracle or Miracle, I probably am butchering his last name, but he is in a quarterback, it seems, for West Virginia right now. We'll get an update on that. But uh, not only the backup who started the game, but uh, the third string is in for West Virginia, who is up 14-10 to 10 over Oklahoma State. So with that, we've talked a little bit about some of the big games that are coming up later today. We haven't given enough time to, I think, one of the bigger ones. Uh, we did ask some of our guests about it, but let's go to the Big 12, Danny, before we get to a little conversation about some of these Heisman candidates. TCU and Iowa State. I think the market has gotten this right and taking this off 10. I, I think if you look at Iowa State and what they've been able to do all season long, it has been rely on their defense to keep them in games which they probably have no right being in. This is a defense that comes into this game. EPA per play, 17th in the country, Iowa State. Ninth against the run, 45th against the pass. I think this is one where if the Cyclones are going to stick around and you can catch still that full 10 over at BetMGM, I'd be snatching up that full 10 if it's available to you because I think this is a number. The TCU, obviously, is a 10-point favorite, should win this game, not saying much as a $3.75 favorite on the money line. But I think Iowa State's much more live staying within this number than the market's given them credit for with this defense. For sure. I mean, anytime you're going up against Matt Campbell in a very important game, and 
especially when it's the last game of the year and you know you can really screw another team. I mean, we saw it happen with Nebraska over Iowa yesterday in a heated rivalry spot, and Iowa State knowing they could kind of kill the darling story of TCU. That's going to cause these players to still have an insane amount of incentive and not just kind of cakewalk their way through it knowing it's the final game of the season and there's not much to play for. No, there's a lot on the line here. You can really play spoiler. So Matt Campbell has been gritty in these positions. I, I think you're right if it were at 10. I certainly would rather take it than lay it with the Horned Frogs. But based on the way we have seen TCU play so often, oh JVT, uh, you got to what, – what what happened? What was that comment for? What are we missing here? Buddy? No, no, I think you're right. The, no, I think you're right. Oh, like, no, I like, know. I thought something happened in no, the game. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like, no, you're right about TCU. Like, I'm just – I said, oh, my gosh, because in my mind's eye, I'm replaying oh. that ridiculous <laughs> sequence at the end of the Baylor game where they decide to run it with no timeouts and they have to run onto the field to kick right. a field goal to win that game. So that's why I was like, yes, oh my goodness, because it is ridiculous what they've been getting away with up to this point. Okay, I thought something happened in the Clemson game or something. No, like that. no, no. Like, no, no Mexico actually blew a corner attempt. They had a corner here, but you know, I, I don't think we're really interested in that. So yeah. <laughs> But no, so I was going to say, we. I feel like we've learned that TCU is going to give us an opportunity. If you do like the Horned Frogs, again, like we said with Ohio State, you don't want to lay the pre-flop number. They have shown time and time again, it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be a complete blowout, really. It's going to be close. It's going to be ugly. You'll get a better opportunity in-game, and they'll find a way to probably win it, and that's what I envision happening here. So uh, I wouldn't dispute anybody taking the points. If someone told me they were laying with TCU, I'd say good luck. But if you have some patience, you'll probably get a better spot in some point in this game. All right, really quickly, the last couple of minutes here, uh, let's talk Heisman pretty quick because uh, this is a pretty interesting last few games. I, I would say that the Heisman favorite's are a little vulnerable. We can kind of build on this as yeah. we move forward. Uh, but right now, Caleb Williams, the odds-on favorite at minus 110 to win this award. Uh, C.J. Stroud at plus 105. I mean, if both of them come out, and that's perfectly plausible, if both of them come out as losers this week, why don't we? Why can't we go further down the board? Where's the respect? Why is Max Duggan not on this graphic? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I think it's because I'm paying some of these guys off from what I said at the beginning of the year, JBT. I, I think that's why he's not getting more respect. I actually have no idea why. I mean, like Blake Corum is a shorter shot at BetMGM than Max Duggan, twenty-five Ridiculous. to one compared to fifty to one. That I, I agree, that is insane. Even Drake May, like I know that his candidacy was completely lost after losing yesterday, but like I, I don't necessarily think like Jaden Daniels or Bo Nick should be ahead of him based on the stats you've seen. Uh, Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, yes, they should be at the top, but Max Duggan absolutely should be. You would think based on this team, JVT, and the stats that at worst Max Duggan would be what ten to one. Doesn't that seem? Right. Like, and even yes. then you'd be like, wow, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good price for some top four team in the country with a quarterback who has really impressive numbers. I think if both USC and Ohio State win JBT, I, I still think CJ Stroud probably gets the nod just because of the preconceived notion coming into the season. I could be wrong. I may be off. I don't think it's really worth betting either of these guys. The only thing you would maybe consider would be Max Duggan at 50-1, to 1, but it's really tough because clearly, as the market indicates, it's been set on Stroud and Williams, and I think it's a coin flip, I guess, either way, but I personally think it, it would probably go to Stroud, maybe. Over 3,000 yards and 31 touchdowns for an undefeated team who could be a college football playoff. Come on. The disrespect. All right, we'll come back. We got plenty left to get to here on Live Bet Saturday on VCN Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in Live Bet Saturday here on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel and Danny Burke alongside with you. All right, let's talk a little bit more about what we were going to see later today. Michael Calabrese, nice enough to give us some time. College sports analyst over at Action Network. Uh, Michael, it's always good to talk to you. I've had you on throughout the college football season, so we always enjoy the time. Uh, really quickly, I wanted to get your thoughts. So second half coming up here for Michigan and Ohio State. Danny and I have kind of doubled down on some angles throughout this first half. So I came in, I bet under 56 for the game and have gone under 28 for the second half. And Danny, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, what do you got? Six minus six and a half and a money line on Ohio State? Is that correct? I did minus five and a half, then minus a buck sixty-five money line with Ohio State. But yeah, anything under the touchdown, I thought was a good play with the Buckeyes. So, so Michael, what have you seen here, and what do you think a good angle would be for this second half between the Buckeyes and the Wolverines? Yeah, I'm already in on Ohio State minus eight and a half for the game. I hopped in when it dropped to minus one forty on the live line, and I still think there's going to be an opportunity to hop in on the Buckeyes at a favorable price should Michigan score a field goal or a touchdown before the next Buckeyes score. So I would kind of you know hold your powder there because there could be an advantageous opportunity to hop in on the Buckeyes. Yep, I like it. All right, let's move on uh, to what we're going to see later today. First up, let's start with BYU on the road against Stanford. An interesting matchup and one. Uh, that I think a lot of people would be surprised. It, it does matter to BYU. It's a uh, a interesting spot from a recruiting and whatnot standpoint for BYU and what it means for them in the big picture. Uh, but what do you make of this matchup as the Cougars are six and a half point favorite with a total of fifty seven and a half? So this is the time of year I always look at. Does a team have college football playoff aspirations, a division title, a bowl bid opportunity? Stanford's zero for three in that category, and you know they're sinking fast at this point. And the fact that they're coming off a rivalry loss to Cal. I think that basically sticks a fork in them for this season. And when you look at how bad it's gotten for them in their last four, they've lost by an average score of 26 points per game. I think that signals to me an opportunity for BYU to come to the farm on a holiday weekend where you know Stanford doesn't exactly pack the stands as it is. I think you could see fewer than 10,000 fans in attendance for this one. And then on the other side, Jaron Hall has been absolutely cooking. He had 456 yards. I know it was against Utah Tech, formerly Dixie State, last week. But that was what he showed he could do with his full complement of players. This has been a difficult season for BYU offensively because they've had so many injuries in their receiving room. But now that Puka Nakua and company are back, I think they're going to absolutely torch this Cardinal secondary. So I don't mind laying anything under 10. Six and a half, I think, is a gift under that key number of seven. All right, Michael, let's take a look at JMU in Coastal Carolina. So James Madison looks like they're getting some love in the market, up to 15-point favorites. Could we see maybe a potential of some upset action today, though? So, I mean, early on, it looked like Coastal was, you know, going to hold their own in this game, and their defense was playing well. But unfortunately, it kind of came off the rails there in the second quarter. I still think there's an opportunity if James Madison scores here on this drive. They're in the red zone right now that you could see a number that could be advantageous for a back to recover. But I was kind of banking on Jamie Chadwell cooking up a real nice game plan here. Obviously, one of the best coaches in the G5 really across the country in the last three years. But unfortunately, it hasn't come to fruition, just showing how valuable Grayson McCall was to the Shants. 
And I think there's a pretty good chance that Chadwell is out the door and not even coaching in the bowl game for Coastal Carolina because he is one of those hot names in the coaching carousel right now. So let's go through a couple of the matchups that we're going to see later today. I love to get your thoughts because I think at this point right now we've got enough evidence here. Uh, one in five against the spread in their last six games. The market's clearly uh, pretty high here on this Alabama team. Um, and maybe a little too high at this point right now. They're laying 22 on, against Auburn here. Uh, why would you go in and lay over that 21 with the Crimson Tide, given the evidence that is mounting that the market is too high on them? Well, I, I like the way that you frame that, because I think the, the public is too high on their defense at this point. Yes, they're mm-hmm. coming off of a shutout you know, against an FCS opponent, but I don't really care about that. What I care about is the style of play that Auburn's going to bring to the table in this game. And what they're going to do is they're going to rely on that zone read, those RPOs, those play-action plays with Robbie Ashford with the ball in his hands. And we've seen this Alabama defense really struggle with quarterbacks like that this year, whether it was Tennessee giving up you know, north of 50 points, the LSU game in the fourth quarter against Jaden Daniels. He really put them in a difficult position schematically by always having to account for the quarterback. So when I look at the, this game, I circle the total because I like over 50 and a half. What I really think I need in this spot is Auburn to do a little bit of the lifting, not the heavy lifting, so to speak, and get to 17 points. I see a 34-17 game somewhere in that range. And between Ashford and Bigsby, I think they're going to be able to get it done for a Bama defense that just hasn't been up to, up to snuff, certainly not to Saban's standard in recent years. Michael, let's talk TCU and Iowa State. JBT and I were hitting this game uh, the other segment, and we we both kind of concurred that if this game saw like a consensus 10, that it would seem like the sentiment would have to be going toward Iowa State in that underdog role. We've seen time and time again TCU not really getting comfortable wins, and I feel like if you do like TCU, maybe you just wait and see if the pattern persists and you get a better number on them and they'll find a way to squeeze it out. Is that kind of your approach to this game, or do you have enough conviction pre-flop to jump in on a side? I think that's the, the perfect way to look at it because TCU has burned, you know, their backers in recent weeks, you know, that game last week in particular where, you know, they end up with the win but not the cover. I think at 10, there's zero value, certainly on the money line and the point spread. So why not wait, watch a drive or two, see if Iowa State gets off to a hot start. And if not, if TCU has a, a dominant first drive, I think there's a chance that this game either goes the exact script of TCU games of late, a one position possession late game deciding score or they win going away and then there's no problem even if you miss out on some value and have to lay 16 17 on a live number but you feel confident that they're playing well from the first quarter on i think that's the way to play it but definitely keep your money on the sidelines for the first quarter of this game michael is the uh, market i I can't help but feel like the market's kind of getting a a little too hot and heavy for the spot here for Vanderbilt at home against Tennessee, right? We're seeing a couple of spots down to 14. You might get this under that 14 at 13 and a half. I think there's actually one or two um, across country that have that 13 and a half. You know, Joe Milton's not a terrible quarterback for Tennessee. I think a lot of this is just, hey, betting against the Volunteers who had their dreams crushed and lost Hendon Hooker to injury. But is the market maybe getting a little too overzealous and backing Vanderbilt as overwhelmingly as it is? In my opinion, yes. And also, I I, I try not to get sucked into the human interest side of betting too much. But I do think if you follow this team throughout the spring into fall camp and you listen to not only Heupel but also to Hendon Hooker, they could not say enough positive things about Joe Milton. And I think this is his opportunity to potentially put something on film for his future to really play an exceptional football game. And I could see the team rallying around him as opposed to, you know, potentially a quarterback who hasn't had many reps or is a new face. They're trying to protect him in the play calling or potentially, you know, the, the errors just come out of the balloon because they had, you know, risen so high in the rankings. I don't see any of that happening. I think you're going to see a really good offensive game, pretty close. I'll say 90% of what they had under hooker with Milton at the helm. So the fact that it's under two touchdowns, I think that's a gift. I think we need to absolutely pump the brakes on this Vanderbilt team. What are you thinking about this matchup with Texas A&M and LSU? Not that this game isn't going to be a fun one to look out for, but from a betting perspective, I feel like it's kind of flown under the radar. We're seeing LSU, they opened nine, now they're up to 10, total at about 47 in the hook. LSU technically still having those playoff implications on the line. Do you think that they are going to go out there and try to get as many style points as possible? Does it not even matter because they're that much better of a team? Well, what do you perceive for this matchup? So one of my top plays from last week was LSU laying, I believe it was 15 against UAB. And my, my thought there was they got that, that game out of their system following the Alabama win 
against Arkansas where they had that letdown in, in really cold, frigid weather against Arkansas, and they were able to win a clunker. Now, Brian Kelly, having been a veteran coach, understanding the playoff committee, knows that there's going to be an apples-to-apples comparison maybe to a one-loss Michigan or to a one-loss USC. So they need to win and win convincingly, and I think for that reason, they're going to absolutely slam down on the accelerator given the chance in the second half. So I don't mind laying the big spread in this one. J.J. McCarthy put his shoulder down and took an Ohio State defender with him like an extra five yards. A very good run for them. It's a first down. Michigan right now, about 11 minutes left to go in that first half. All right, a couple of others. Uh, Michael, before we get you out of here, we got our last uh, 90 seconds. Um, anything else on the board that has stuck out to you that you're either waiting for a market move or might get involved in-game later tonight? I really like under in the Civil War between Oregon and Oregon State playing for the Platypus Trophy, Platypus Cup. Um, it, it's an interesting game just because, you know, the Pac-12 for years has been missing kind of that that team from the Northern Division to come in and to start to challenge what used to be Stanford and certainly Oregon. And Oregon State's been quietly one of the best stories in college football, and they do it by playing almost an opposite version of football from their in-state brethren. And Jonathan Smith, what he does is they play a really slow pace. They're going to rely on a stable of running backs led by freshman Damian Martinez, who I would love to know the recruiting story on him because they plucked him out of the state of Texas. The fact that he got away from some in-state schools I think is a crime because this kid is really, really good. And because they've been so good on the ground, they've been able to protect their freshman quarterback, Goldbrunson. Five touchdowns, zero picks in his last five games. Oregon State 4-1 and one straight up in that stretch. I think they're going to be able to muck this game up, so I don't mind playing it under 57. I know that's probably going to scare the audience having watched Bo Nix go ballistic for Oregon offensively this year. But I do think it's, it's an opportunity for a strength-for-strength matchup. Oregon State can run the ball. Oregon's defense can stop the run. I think there's going to be more punts than we're used to in Pac-12 play. College football betting analyst for the Action Network, Michael Calabrese. Michael, always good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Another big play for Michigan. That's a touchdown. (laughs) Uh, These DBs are getting beat up out there by these Michigan plays. We'll uh, give you an in-game update when we come back here on Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN Cyber Monday deals on now, folks. Sign up today, become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You're going to get daily recaps of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests as you get tools like our betting splits, deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store as well. Hurry up, limited time Cyber Monday offer. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. So some uh, very important things to update here very quickly. In-game right now, Ohio State and Michigan after the latest ridiculous big touchdown play. Uh, and kudos to Michigan. We should give them credit. Danny, these wide receivers have been just destroying these Ohio State defensive backs here today, just blowing by them. I don't know what is happening if Ohio State's just not respecting the speed of some of these dudes or what it is. These are three broken plays. J.J. McCarthy has three touchdown passes of 45 or more yards today. He didn't have any in the first 11 games of the season. Uh, Absolutely ridiculous. Michigan up 24-20, and still Ohio State a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in-game with a total of 69-and-a-half. It's just like if you're Ohio State, you you were thinking, and maybe it's just the first drive, you're not assuming you're going to get beat again. But now that it's happened three times, two of them at least being the explosive plays down uh, deep when they've really gotten beat, like just let Michigan run the ball. That's okay. And if they beat you with the ground game, well, then hopefully you can at least limit them to field goals. You can't let them keep beating you with these huge momentous swinging plays that they have not been doing, as you just mentioned, all season long. If they settle for field goals, so be it. But you can beat them in the passing game. Don't let McCarthy get confident and do it that way. This kid is not used to doing that, and you're now putting him into unknown territory where he's having success. Force him to make the safer, shorter throws, not the deep ones. And if they can make those adjustments, you're still going to be fine, Ohio State. Some uh, quick updates as I watch Will Shipley get into the end zone. Clemson has taken a 29-21 lead over South Carolina. With that extra point coming, we'll give you an in-game update once that's there. And Georgia starting to distance themselves from Georgia Tech. It is a 20-7 lead. Bulldogs are a 26-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 43-and-a-half. And uh, this will update for now, at least in terms of scores that we uh, haven't gotten to of consequence. We also have to update. Uh, you and I are, I mean, we're, I am furiously scrolling through Twitter to get an update here. The story right now 
is that Oregon State has now all of a sudden become a one-point favorite or a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Oregon. Um, this is notable because they were a two-and-a-half-point favorite just, what, an hour ago or so, or not even a few minutes ago or so, uh, but we've seen this wild shift in favor of Oregon State. But what's interesting about this is you would initially think that, oh, it means Bo Nix isn't playing. Well, Bo Nix is out there warming up, according to reports. So either information got out that Bo Nix is not going to be available, and uh, some money somewhere moved this line, and we have seen this shift. Or the market's wrong. Bo Nix is going to play, and this is going to have another wild swing back in favor of the Ducks. But very much worth noting, Daddy, that Oregon State now favored in this game by one or one and a half. Well, we've seen this story before, right? What was it Quinn Ewers warming up, and uh, then that didn't come to fruition, and everybody freaked out. So you got to have some kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess just just some hesitancy. I suppose. I mean, it was going to be a wonky game anyways with the spread coming down, so that's why I think at least me personally leaning toward Oregon originally that I didn't want to do anything pre-flop. And now with this strange movement, I think if you haven't done anything, uh, you still probably won't unless somehow you know that Bo Nix is going to go for the Ducks. But, I mean, catching one to me, it's kind of not worth taking it. At that point, you just go money line with the Ducks. But, yeah, I, I don't know, JVT. This is very, very strange, and I have no idea what to do then with the backup going in this situation. Do you know who the backup is for Oregon? I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, I'll tell you here in a second, but I, I think what's interesting too is when you're looking at this from the total of the or the uh, the standpoint of the total, we actually haven't really seen this. And I think Ty Thompson might still be the best. No, I don't think. Yeah, right I yet. see Ty Thompson, and then there's Jay Butterfield. Okay, um, but what I think is interesting too is we haven't really seen this total move a bunch. You would think that Bo Nix is worth something to a total, right. uh, but it hasn't been a massive shift. So. That is the story here. Now we are monitoring until we get off the air, and I'm sure the guys uh, after us will as well. Um, what is happening in this matchup with Bo Nix and Oregon? Because we have not had any official confirmation, but it does seem that this is moving in favor of Oregon State to the point where Bo Nix is not going to play. So see if that's going to be the case. All right. With that, really quickly, college uh, football conference championships. We do have some scenarios that have yet to play out. Oregon is uh, you know involved in some of these too. But when we look at the um, the Pac-12 dynamic, let's just start here because it's the natural jumping-off point. Uh, this does matter. Oregon, if they win or a Washington loss, gets them into a Pac-12 championship. But Washington and Utah can both find their way into this Pac-12 championship, Danny, with some things happening to them. Utah needs to beat Colorado, needs Oregon to lose, needs Washington to win, and needs UCLA to win. Meanwhile, Washington just needs a win this weekend in the Apple Cup, an Oregon loss, and either a UCLA or a Utah loss. Oregon controls their own destiny, but all these teams are fighting for a potential spot to take on USC in the Pac-12 title game this weekend. That's uh, that's a cluster, that's for sure. But <laughs> what, look, Washington only laying two points. That's kind of an interesting spot for them. I, I, I don't think I'd be wanting to fade them per se, but look, crazy crazy things happen out in your neck of the woods late at night, JVT, and people uh, out in my area in the East Coast sometimes forget about that. So I wouldn't be shocked to see some mayhem occur out there in the Pac-12. How about Utah, though? Utah's kind of been a relatively disappointing team, JVT, based on what we expected them to do with their schedule they had. Absolutely. I mean, they're obviously still in contention for you know, making it to the conference game, but this really seemed like the year where they could actually maybe get in the college football playoff, and they just have not been as good of a team as we all touted them to be. So that was pretty big disappointment out of the Pac-12 if we're kind of just looking back at what all of our assessments really were on the Utes. Yep. Uh, the other conference games, uh, at least in terms of these uh, Power 5 conference championships, uh, we know that the ACC and the SEC all locked up. The Big Ten, we'll go to your neck of the woods here. This is pretty interesting because Purdue, Iowa, and Illinois could all make it in to the Big Ten title game. I believe Purdue controls their own destiny. All they have to do is beat Indiana. Illinois has to beat Northwestern and get Purdue to lose. And Iowa can get in with a Purdue and Illinois loss. And we know that the winner of this Ohio State-Michigan game, as usual, uh, will have the uh, other divisional representative, and they'll advance to the Big Ten championship game. Uh, but there can be quite a few different options here for this Big Ten title game. And i got to tell you, Danny, I, I don't know why I have gravitated toward this Illinois team because I do enjoy them defensively. I am pulling for an Illinois berth here, but who would you say when the dust settles uh, is going to make it into this Big Ten title game to oppose either Michigan or Ohio State? Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be Purdue controlling their own destiny, Purdue should have their way with Indiana today. There's no excuse not to win that game, even if there wasn't a potential conference championship on the line. And I honestly think 
as a fan, you should probably be rooting it for Purdue to be the team with Aiden O'Connell. Not that they've been the most highlight-worthy team and as good passing as in years past, but they have the capability of doing it. You don't want to see Iowa and Ohio State potentially or Michigan, whoever it's going to be, because that's just going to be a gross game. And look, Illinois has been a fun story, but at the end of the day, I think they'll get embarrassed on a big stage like that. So, yeah, I think it's got to – got to hope it's going to be Purdue for at least somewhat of an entertaining game. And, again, realistically, is a double-digit favorite in their spot. Uh, they seem like the team to make it. I say wow because uh, Antoine Wells Jr. for South Carolina, 72-yard touchdown reception, and South Carolina's in the end zone again. And this has kind play. of been a theme here for Clemson. <laughs> to your point, right about this game being high scoring, it was a great call by you because this thing uh, ha- now has 57 total points being scored. But this has been a theme for Clemson throughout this entire year. This has been a secondary that has been prone to giving up some relatively big plays throughout their games this season against some opponents. And again, here we have South Carolina just getting chunk play after chunk play, scoring touchdowns and staying in this one. It's now only a two-point game, 30-28. Jeez, yeah. That, <laughs> what, you know, it's funny. When it's 14 nothing. I'm like, ah, this game's going to be kind of a you know a lame spot, and I'm disappointed because – you know, we're only going to have Ohio State and Michigan to be excited about, but this game has been insane. And yeah, it's been back and forth. And we talked about not really having uh, a good idea of who to back in terms of a side once it that I think it was the fumble off of the punt after the safety. I mean, so many ridiculous things have happened that it just doesn't make looking at a side worth it. But the total was the more intriguing spot here. But now you've kind of lost value. So I, I've got nothing that I would do in game. This is more just fun to watch from a fan standpoint, but I will point out something in that Michigan, Ohio state game, JBT. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ohio state stopped Michigan, right? Then they punt the ball. They only punted it to midfield. So the Buckeyes are getting incredible starting field position on this next drive. They're still just a three and a half point favorite, even money, money line minus two twenty five at bet MGM. So not worth it to get involved there. But if you've been waiting, if you wanted to do something, I imagine that Ohio state at least, should tack on a field goal here, and then you can kind of interpret how this spread is going to change afterward. But they are primed to get into scoring position after that defensive possession and then kind of a lackluster punt. Man, I uh, I am fascinated to see how the secondary responds here still going forward. It was a good drive to get up McCarthy off the field early, but uh, to give up as much as they have through the air has been shocking, uh, to say the least here, for Ohio State. In-game, by the way, Clemson, six-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 74.5, and Georgia has tacked on a field goal. They now lead 23-7. They're a 23.5-point favorite with a total of 39.5 in their matchup, and they're going to pin. They're going to get pinned right now. Georgia is at about their own half-yard line after a punt from Georgia Tech. So Georgia's back out on the field, 23-7 lead, 108 left to go in the third, and they've got 99.5 yards to go to get to pay dirt. All right, we'll take our break. When we come back, recap some of the best bets that we have in the day going forward. Also, of course, keep you up to date on what's going to happen on this next drive to see if Ohio State can indeed, like Danny said, take advantage of some advantageous field position and get some points on the board as they trail 24-20 against Michigan. Don't go anywhere. It's Live Bet Saturday here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. You have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, guess what? You get a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus with BetMGM. All you got to do is sign up through the Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click the Refer a Friend program, send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once they sign up, make a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once they place their bet and that bet is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus. Share the excitement. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to go 21 years of age or older to wager, as does your friend. All promotions that are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. All right. Welcome back. A uh, By the way, a brilliant save here from the Argentinian goalkeeper, uh, Mexico performing relatively well. I haven't seen the possession number straight up, but uh, it does seem that they have been getting a little bit of an edge here in terms of possession. But I was talking about this in this Group C here. Uh, just a quick note on the World Cup. Very big matchup if Mexico can get a point out of this with Saudi Arabia coming up next. Uh, two points through two games would be beneficial for them in a matchup of which they would be favored to win. And uh, Argentina, if they only come away with one point in two games, whew, up against it in a matchup with um, Poland to wrap up group play. All right, so very quickly, I was talking about this uh, off the break, uh, during the break, Danny, before we get to our best bets of the day that are coming up. Um, usually I'm pretty pessimistic about like game script and the way things are going, right? Like even in hoops where there's like 100 possessions, if the team I bet on go down 2 nothing, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Um, but like when you look at right now, there's 44 total points scored here in this Michigan and um, Ohio State game. I bet this thing under 56. I've got under 28 for the second half in terms of points. I feel a little bit more confident there because we do have a touchdown on the board, but Ohio State uh, has not been performing very well. Just gave the ball up again. Am I crazy here? Am I crazy to think that, like, I'm not, like, obviously, I'm not in a great position, but I still got life here, man. I'm not going to give up. No, I I think you have the right to kind of feel that way because, again, like it, to me, it comes down to, and of course it does, because that's how they've scored, but it comes down to Ohio State's secondary. And if Ohio State is going to keep limiting Michigan and Michigan's playing a tad bit more conservative with the lead, well, then that's going to force them to punt. And then even if you get an Ohio State touchdown, then hopefully Ohio State can force McCarthy to make some just poor throws and kind of what we saw at the beginning stages of this game, limit the deep threats. And then it's going to be a sweat, that's for sure. But I still think rightfully so that you should still have some life with your bet. And certainly with the second half approach. Now we see this total at about 64 in the hook. And the under is actually plus 105. So I don't know. I still think that would be kind of tempting to look toward the under. But you got to be able to put that stock in Ohio State's defense. If they do figure it out, make those adjustments, JBT and Michigan kind of goes back to the offense we expected them to have and probably Ohio State's defense clearly expected them to have, then I think you still have a good path to getting there. Yeah, that's a big drive. We'll see if uh, – man, I just think it's incredible. It's like, And here's the thing with these touchdowns, as we've kind of talked about, Danny. It, this has not been like schemed up like, hey, you know, let's run a bunch of like complicated route right. concepts and get these guys open. It has just been receivers for Michigan one-on-one just beating their dudes downfield. Um, but right now, Michigan's going to uh, complete this pass. J.J. McCarthy is going to be a second down in about four with uh, 549 and rolling. Left to go in the third. So come on, let's go keep tick, 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 tick. Keep running this thing. Uh, also, other things to update very quickly here. Clemson 30, South Carolina 28. That is a two-point game. South Carolina does have the ball back. We're going to get into the final quarter of play, it seems, as the Gamecocks are going to be willing to let this thing run down to the end of the third quarter. And uh, Georgia, as I say, 
uh, as I look. Kenny McIntosh in on a two-yard touchdown run. Georgia's been slowly kind of suffocating Georgia Tech. For those who don't know or haven't followed this game as it's played out, Georgia Tech took an early 7-0 lead, held Georgia down for the most part of this game, but this is now the 29 unanswered points. And remember, uh, last time I updated this, Georgia got the ball about the half-yard line, five plays, 99 yards, and seven minutes, and they're into the end zone. So Georgia takes that uh, really poor field position and makes it uh, into a touchdown. Also up on the board, West Virginia 21, Oklahoma State 19. For those who aren't tracking this game, uh, West Virginia on their second quarterback of the contest, Garrett Green, did go down with injury in this matchup for the Mountaineers. So we'll keep an update on what's happening here, all from an in-game standpoint very quickly. Uh, updating all of these, West Virginia, one and a half with a total of 50 and a half. Clemson, a two and a half point favorite. That total all the way up to 74 and a half. Uh, kudos to Danny to pointing that angle out. And uh, we have finally reached that point. Danny, Michigan, now favored in this game, minus one and a half with a total of 64 and a half. <laughs> I personally am uh, fairly invested already, but for those of you who have not been invested or maybe looking to get involved, I still am holding strong in this Ohio State team. I get it. Their defense has not looked that solid. I guess that may be an understatement, but I, I feel like it's more their offense is going to figure it out. Even on that first and 35, they were able to pick up like 29 yards. C.J. Stroud wanted to stay out there, and honestly, I kind of thought they were going to stay out there too. Uh, I, I get why they punted, but I, I just would have preferred them to be a tad bit more aggressive in this type of setting based on what your defense has done or lack thereof. But yeah, Ohio State still the better quarterback, in my opinion, the home field advantage here, if you think they have that much. And just because Michigan, I don't know how much they are going to sustain those explosive plays, but maybe they don't need to now. Maybe now with the lead, they can get back to what they're accustomed to. But if Ohio State can at least limit them to that field goal, like we talked about earlier, Ohio State still has a completely clear path or a complete clear path to winning this game because they can easily get a touchdown within three plays like we've seen them do as well. So uh, if you limit to uh, Michigan to field goals, I'm not going to say it's a win, but it's certainly better than the big touchdown plays that kind of got you into the spot beforehand. So, hey, we'll see if they get that score and then you could get even a better price. I'm seeing plus 110 right now with the Buckeyes. Uh, for the interested parties, we have reached halftime, it seems, uh, between Argentina and Mexico, a nil-nil draw at the break between these two. Argentina right now did have a corner uh, that generated – actually, they did generate a pretty good look, but Mich uh, Mexico snuffed that out, and a corner is no good. So we're going to go in nil-nil at the draw there with Argentina and Mexico too. A lot of people are interested, man. I am. All right. What do you got later today? Notre Dame? That's it? Yeah, we, uh, we're invested in that game. Or so Mike USC, I, yeah, not Notre Dame. Freudian slip, yeah, I yeah. apologize. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. No, we, uh, we are invested in that game for our bets giving play, minus four and a half. But personally, uh, because we had to put in the bets last night, but personally, I laid four with USC. I, again, it, it just comes down to who's the better quarterback in this situation and who has more on the line. And that both goes to the side of USC. And I believe they have the better coach in Lincoln Riley. I get that the defense is an issue. I don't think it's going to be a sweat-free bet by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think whoever wins this game probably wins it by four or more. I had USC as a six-point favorite, which is what the opening line had it at. So the fact it came down to four, I think that's a viable play on the Trojans. And and I get your angle, too. I, I kind of like the idea if you're taking Notre Dame to take them on the money line. I do think they will keep it close because of the inept defense that's present with the Trojans. But again, if it's a shootout, I give the advantage to Caleb Willie. Third and one for Michigan. Oh, my gosh. That was brilliant. Third and one. This is an awesome play call. Third and one for Michigan. They line up in a heavy formation. They hand it off to Mullings, who stops dead in his tracks and floats one over the line of scrimmage to their tight end for a first down. That was an awesome <laughs> play call. And uh, Michigan, of course, is I think they might be inside the 20 on that one. But a brilliant play call to convert a third and short there. Had Ohio State just looking, and it was Shoemaker who catches it. Um Good tackle to limit what would have been a touchdown. But, uh, yeah. man, a credit to Michigan who's playing a freaking awesome game right now, especially on offense. Play. Yeah, I, look, you're being creative there, Harbaugh. I got to give a props. That was a great play. And if it was a little bit better throw by the running back, yeah, that's six for sure. But, man, Ohio State's got to do something here. Michigan's pulling out the tricks, and it's working, and they're doing it at the right time. So, 
Hey, I, I'm feeling a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, but I'm just saying the value. Hey, you know, it with, could be getting better with state. We'll you know, see. With, uh, with, uh, yeah, with this field position, too, this number now three and a half in favor of Michigan yeah. with a total of 64 and a half. Uh, yeah, last couple of minutes, uh, I did take Oregon State plus three earlier. So that, if obviously I'm sitting on a relatively good number, I guess the story there for those who are just joining us, uh, that number down to Oregon State minus one. Uh, questions about whether or not Bo Nix is going to play now uh, with that line move. And speaking of Oregon State, uh, how about this tip? Pretty simple. Oregon State, 9-2 against the spread this season, 5-0 and ATS at home, highest home cover percentage in the NCAA. Uh, and also, if they cover today, they would be tied with Tulane for the best cover rate overall on the season. Oregon State has been a very undervalued team by the betting market. But took three with Oregon State. See if that can get there. Also took 12.5 with Nevada against UNLV. Some odd motivation for the Rebels today because they think technically they could probably get into a bowl. Yes, it's a rivalry spot, but I think we've seen that this team is um, – not the greatest team defensively, and I don't know if I can trust them laying such a big number. It's a, they have a history of coming up short in some of these matchups in the current regime. All right, with that, uh, we are all done. Live Bet Saturday will continue to roll on. Open to vsun.com. Make you check out our Cyber Monday special. Also sign up for everything. Become a vsun Pro subscriber and track everything we got for bets giving as well. Uh, that fun contest for everybody that's involved too. And uh, that, of course, will move on into tomorrow. Today, only one college football play was the uh, selection. And tomorrow, three bets in the NFL side total and money line. Danny, what do you got for NFL really quickly? What is it? Uh, NFL, Mike Palm and I, we've got the Packers plus 245 on the money line over for Washington and Atlanta. And then sweating out the Ravens minus three in the hook. Got it. I like it. Bengals, uh, Bengals minus two and a half. Bears, Jets under, who just recalled Nathan Peterman to the active roster. And uh, thank me later, but Rams plus 750 on the money line. Let's go. Danny, always good to talk to you, buddy. It was good to be back. We'll talk next week. Live Bet Saturday rolls on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.